Hello, and welcome to Cryptid Creation. I'm Cal. I'm Bree. And I'm Rye. And our candidate for this episode, our fun little cryptid of the day, is big, beefy, and a little bit of a prankster. We're going to be talking about the Hodag of Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Oh, heck yeah. I am so excited. Yeah, I know Rye knows at least a little bit about this boy. He's fun. He's a fun cryptid. I like this one. He's a good, good boy. I haven't heard anything. I'm excited. Excellent, as you should be. To get us started off, um, the first reports of this cryptid come from 1893. A local timber cruiser named Gene Shepard, remember that name, he'll be coming up very, very frequently, um, stumbled into a logging camp and declared that he had just escaped a vicious monster, which he referred to as the Hodag. Hmm. Um, he described the creature as having spikes that trailed all the way down its spine, needle-like spikes at the end of its tail, and fangs that rivaled those of a saber-toothed tiger. Hmm, a little spiky boy. Indeed, got spikes coming out of every which way. A group of lumber workers immediately leapt into action and followed Shepard back into the woods to kill the beast. Um, they were reportedly able to take down the hodag with the use of dynamite, and the group later posed for a recreation of the kill in a photo, which, by the way, I would just love to show you guys this photo. It is so good to me. Wait, so they thought that the best idea, like, the best way to get rid of the spiky creature was to blow it up so that the spikes went everywhere? <laughs> I mean, I can't say what these lumberjacks were thinking in their time of crisis, but apparently dynamite solves all problems so true for the first response of them to be like oh we're gonna kill it like we're gonna blow it up you don't have to kill it oh okay <laughs> looking at the picture yeah look at them all in their little pitchforks is it supposed to be that small um they're afraid of it is that small it's definitely supposed to be bigger but i would also i just want it to be known there is not a single piece of dynamite anywhere in this photo. They were not pitchforked out in the actual crisis. Um, there's also a shotgun. Several. There's a shotgun and a rifle. So instead of choosing those, <laughs> we went with one of the most expensive and dangerous ways of dispatching this poor innocent creature. Right? Truly. Just... Justice for the hodag. Justice for the hodag. <laughs> All my homies love the Hodag. <laughs> um, so judgment of accuracy aside, um, local newspapers published this photo alongside with a more detailed description of the beast. I do want to say that the picture that you sent looks like um, that pit bull from Tom and Jerry with like just a couple extra spikes. <laughs> you know what? I do see it. <laughs> is that why I think Hodag is so friend-shaped? Probably. Oh. <laughs> It's all coming together. Just a spiky pibble. Just a spiky pibble. I will be posting this photo on our Instagram, so pop off in our comments. Let <laughs> us know, do you see the pitbull from Tom and Jerry? Oh, but back to the description in the newspaper. Um, the hodag that attacked Shepard is here described at, to have the head of a frog, a face like an elephant, a back like a dinosaur, Thick legs with huge claws and a long spiked tail. That is up to you two to determine how those all mix together. Oh boy. 
hodag's appearance is varyingly described by wisconsin and minnesotan lumber workers um both the ones involved in the initial encounter and those who claim to have their own separate sightings but it's generally understood to be a giant lizard with short legs and spikes everywhere friend-shaped <laughs> and friend-shaped and most importantly friend-shaped um, hodags can be found throughout northern Wisconsin, typically in moisture habitats with plenty of trees and stumps to hide around. Adult hodags can grow up to 7 feet long and 300 pounds, which would make it North America's largest lizard. Definitely not that teeny tiny dog size we see in the um, picture recreation. <laughs> um, hodags' bodies are typically dark green with a pale yellow underbelly. And they're known to have webbed feet and a three-foot-long tail. By the way, hodags can apparently break off their tails when restrained or threatened, but they're also used to help balance when climbing trees, which I hate. Which is typical hodag behavior. <laughs> which is typical hodag behavior, but like, if there's any creature larger than me, I want that thing to stay on the ground where it belongs. The trees are my, my safety place. <laughs> I raise you all like most big cats. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would lose in any fight with any big cat immediately. A, because I would immediately want to pet it. I'm a huge cat person. But B, there's nowhere to escape. Everything is their terrain. Truly, the most real racial stereotype is that white women will befriend anything. <laughs> Like, there's one comedian on TikTok I get all the time, and every time, it's 100% accurate and so, so funny. <laughs> Everything the light touches belongs to the hodag. Yes, absolutely. But God, yeah, may not be a white woman anymore, but as a white envy, I had to physically restrain myself when I saw a brown bear cub in the wild and went, it's so huggable. It's so French-shaped. Not my brain immediately going, you saw a brown bear cub in the wild? <laughs> <laughs> you brought a, you made a friend and you didn't bring him home? How do I pet the brown bear that I didn't even see? We were not built for the wild. We would not, were not built to survive. Mm -mm. Um, back to our good friend the hodag. Um, despite the species' reptilian looks, Hodags are said to be born from the ashes of cremated oxen and or the physical manifestation of animal abuse. And they seek revenge for those mistreated animals they were born from. What the? I forgot about that little fun fact. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> They're just friend-sized lizards and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, animal abuse. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. They're vigilantes. <laughs> And you know what? They can do whatever they want. Justice for the Hodag. Justice, justice for, for Hodag. Hodag. God, our new slogan for the season, just justice for the Hodag. Um, Personality-wise, other than just friends in capital letters, Hodags are referred to as slow, deliberate, and intelligent, and they are very big carnivores. Our friend Gene Shepard had, had a weird amount to say about their diet specifically, Apparently their natural prey is the porcupine, but they also eat like mud turtles, snakes, oxen, and white bulldogs, but get this, oh. only on Sundays. 
observe the day of the Lord or else. <laughs> what? How does he know all this? Didn't he have, like, a chase through the woods? <laughs> and in that minute of, like, running, sprinting towards the lumberjacks for help, he just downloaded all of the information one could possibly know about the Hodags. It's like, oh, by the way, the Hodag observes the Sabbath. I will not be answering any questions. I am the expert. Don't question me. I will not be answering any questions at this time. Thank you. <laughs> you can forward them to my PR. <laughs> God. But truly, though, one of the sources I found, it might have been straight from Gene Shepard, had a weirdly in-depth compilation of everything to the Hodag's mating habits that I don't think I can blame <laughs> on Shepard fully because, like, you know what? I will not be unpacking this further. I just need to, y'all to know that exists. The Hodag fucks. Canonically. <laughs> Canonically the Hodag fucks. Which makes it <laughs> ideal candidate. <laughs> Canonically, according to Gene Shepard, who the more and more he talks, the less and less I trust him. <laughs> this man do be very sus, it seems. Well, thank you for bringing us back to Gene Shepard and his susness, because he isn't through with his stake in the Hodag name yet. Um, oh. Very soon after his first encounter, he boasted that he and several quote-unquote bear wrestlers had managed to catch a live Hodag through a very, a very sophisticated plan of attaching chloroform to the end of a long pole and just sticking it into the Hodag's cave. All right. I know that this is, like, supposed to be a really sophisticated thing, but I'm pretty sure if you put a hot dog on a stick and went, Here, Hodag! <laughs> Here, kitty kitty! Yeah, pretty much. I... That is a string of words I did not expect to be put together, I think, ever. Um, yeah, either. we're gonna... We're gonna go poke bears with sticks, but they've got chloroform on them, don't worry. They're chloroform sticks, don't worry. Don't worry, Big Spike Lizard wouldn't harm us with all this chloroform. My mom said it was okay. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. So with the Hodag successfully chloroformed up, because the plan worked, question mark, Shepard um, then displayed this Hodag in a cage at the first Anita County Fair, where it would occasionally lunge and terrify its viewers. Afterwards, he went and kept it in his barn for paying customers. Shepard would collect a fare, disappear into the barn, and reappear after an out-of-sight commotion and with his clothes, like, torn. It's giving circus act. <laughs> it's giving Nat 20 performance check. <laughs> Shepard's long-standing claim to have possession of this previously undiscovered creature, um did eventually catch the attention of the Smithsonian Institute. A fun little cameo here. The Institute announced that they would send a reporter to Rhinelander to pr properly investigate the Hodag. And that announcement in itself was enough to scare Shepard into finally admitting that it was all a hoax. This no. guy had pulled, a, pulled the biggest goof on all of Wisconsin and Minnesota. Color me shocked. <laughs> Where were the signs? Tragic. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> you know what? Screw you, Shepard. The Hodak lives on in our hearts. He is real to us. 
The hodag is real to me, and therefore he is real. <laughs> I will not be answering any questions at this time, thank you. <laughs> you who have spoken of the false hodag. <laughs> <laughs> so Shepard was known locally to be quite the prankster. Um, so locals really should have seen the signs coming before. Um, but as just one example of the stunts he would pull before this instance, he apparently once greeted a creditor at his door after lathering his mouth in soap, and the guy ran off when Shepard started snarling at him like he had rabies. The townspeople, oh man, you know, this guy's a prankster, but I don't know, this hodag business is real convincing. It's the boy who cried wolf. Is this like ye old YouTube pranks? Like, <laughs> convince my neighbors I have rabies. <laughs> Got the cops called on me. <laughs> Trolled the Smithsonian Institute? God, you know what? Good for him, and good for him for culminating his grifting skills for this great, great beast. The town of Rhinelander did take Sh Shepard's prank in pretty high spirits. Um, and the Hodag is now the mascot for the city and the local high school. There are statues of the cryptid all around town, and there's even an official Hodag fan club, which we are all now in! Oh my god. I love it. It's what he deserves! How do they feel knowing they have the Apex High School mascot? I know! Right? We could have been Hodag. <laughs> we could have been Hodag! And in that moment, I swear, we were all Hodag. New sticker drop. <laughs> New sticker drop! Oh no, I need to get on that. Immediately. Um, back to Rhinelander. The city now hosts a Hodag Country Festival, which draws in thousands of music fans every summer, so our boy is also a fan, a partaker in music. And culture-wise, the Hodag makes an appearance in a number of early Paul Bunyan stories, an episode of Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, and the 2015 version of Fearsome Creatures, which is the book we found our friend the Squonk in, in episode one. Oh! A fun little crossover. The more you know. The more you know. But with the history of the Hodag established, it is time to discuss pros and cons. Up front, I feel like this is another very strong contender. Okay, so definite pro in my book. Uh, canonically fucks, which I feel like, um, not all of them have that. Fair enough. Yeah, this one has professionally researched accordingly, um, mating season. Again, I hate it. Maybe this is like a, like, out there anima- like, animatic I've seen, or like, it's like a, like, slide of, like- Rhinelander that's like, what is a hodag? And it literally says that, like, hodag tears make the world's best lemonade. Unfortunately, the hodag never cries. Ah! It's opposite of squonk. It is the opposite of squonk. Polar opposites. Rivals. Mm. Enemies to lovers? Uh, hodag also smells apparently like a pine-scented air freshener. Okay. The... When the wind blows through the hodag's fur, it plays a perfect version of beer barrel polka. <laughs> yeah. To be performed at the country festival annually. Of course. Uh, 
As for diet, they say the hodag will eat fish fresh out of the lake, but he prefers a traditional Wisconsin fish fry with potato pancakes. And who can blame him? I was going to say, and the last little thing, uh, they do say that the spikes on the hodag's tail serve as a perfect marshmallow roasting stick, which Ah! I feel like they really took this big spiky guy and were like, how do we make him just the most friend? He is incredibly lovable, inherently. Oh my god, camp nights with the fuba stinks would be so lit with the hodag around. Big pro, big pro. Big pro. Big pro, big pro. I feel like one of the other pros is we know a lot about the hodag. Mm-hmm. We do, we really do. Especially coming from the Fresno Nightcrawlers who are just ghost pants, pants. that's it. <laughs> oh, that's who I missed out on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we had a fun time. Sounds yeah. like. I don't know. I think, like, having a figure, like, not being an amorphous blob, not being pants, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think that really helps um, our, our little friend's, like, chances here. Yeah, you make a good point because Boof is so ethereal and ever-changing that they need someone to really ground them in reality and appearance. <laughs> Literally so and physically. Literally and physically. Uh, I also feel like uh, the Hodag's background of vigilante justice will go very well with Boof's ability to cure all known diseases. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, if you are even the slightest bit mean to your animals, beware, because Hodag and Boof are coming for your ass. Right? And you will deserve it. And you will deserve it. And you will deserve it. Period. Period. Like, I really honestly think that um, our, our little guy has a really solid chance. Truly. Y'all, this is the ideal male form. You may not like it. (laughs) You may not like it, but I didn't ask. So. (laughs) Rip that we can't have Gene Shepard on this show, because it feels like he was the cryptid creator before us. Uh, if we bring Gene Shepard on this show, I will eviscerate his ass for lying so much. (laughs) Fair enough. I've got questions. And then he would just go on to make his own very successful prank YouTube channel, so... Right? We would... What would the YouTube channel be called? It'd be something dumb, like, like, Shepherd's, like, Shepherd Antics. Prank Pie with Shepherd. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, one of the other pros, I think, is, um, Hodag is basically a dog lizard that combines the best of both worlds. Hodag has no flaws. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's the next segment. Hodag might have some flaws. We'll stay tuned. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of flaws. The only one I can think of is that with all of this, like, local fame and having a full-on music festival named after him, the Hodag might have a pretty big head, especially if just leagues and legions of high schoolers are dressing up as you declaring themselves hodags um well much like a pit bull it literally has a very big head um (laughs) but 
We have to remember that Podag's origins are in vigilante justice for animal rights. You're so right. Humble roots, humble roots. And it, with their fame, they're like, I, I'm good for making marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like you. Hodags, they're just like us. <laughs> um, possible con. Lots of spikes. Lots of spikes. Very I, spike. If, if the Hodag's spatial awareness is anything like my spatial awareness, disaster everywhere. I wonder, you guys know the little, like, nail caps that Grace puts on Ed? Mm -hmm. Ed is Grace's cat. What if Hodag has, like, the little silicone caps to, like, prevent them from poking furniture and... Similar idea, uh, big marshmallows on all the spikes. (laughs) Immediate problem solved and delicious. God, instead of save a paw, don't declaw. Befriend a hodag, marshmallow central. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. He's got such a compelling story. <laughs> it's it's such a strong candidate. Like no weaknesses except for dynamite. Except dynamite. And the dynamite was wasn't it from John Shepard? The liar? <laughs> the liar? <laughs> the grifter. Um, just had a thought that could even turn a con into a pro if, this is more of a pro if we were trying to find a date for Hodag, but Hodag being spiky isn't a problem for Boof, because Boof is incorporeal. So true. Ooh. How can you possibly poke a Celtic knot? (laughs) Impossible. I think that even if the Hodag is not the romantic interest for Boof, I think the Hodag and Boof are besties. I would agree. I 100% they hang out on Sundays to respect the Sabbath. (laughs) To respect the Sabbath. Have their little bulldog meal. I think that um, I think this is a pretty good match. I don't know how you're gonna top it. Right? Just Hodag is the love of my life. Yeah. I don't know when this turned into me just absolutely hating John Shepard. Um, <laughs> but the inconsistency of him to be like, oh yeah, the Hodag is like all out for revenge against people who've hurt animals, but then also to say that the Hodag eats dogs on Sundays. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not needless violence against animals. You gotta eat. And That's sometimes true. you have a specific craving for French bulldogs. Hmm? It's a French fry, French bulldog. Yeah. Hodag is a lover and a fighter. He he truly is. Let's see if this... See, the more I look at Bree's image, the more I can't think of anyone else being boobs matched as we found it. I know we said that with the Fresno Nightcrawler. This is it. This is it. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank y'all for listening. And if you see a big lizardy friend in the Wisconsin, Minnesota wilderness, say hi to the Hodag for us and send him our love. Bye, Bye Hodag. Bye. <laughs>